welcome to Two Words with Taku. I'm Taku Mbudzi and I'm recording this podcast all about writing or my love of writing uh, from Melbourne in Australia. And it's a beautiful day. It's sunny outside, but I'm feeling so inspired to talk to you about one of my favorite books. And uh, what I'm going to do is just talk through this book called Show Your Work, 10 Ways to Share Your Creativity and Get Discovered. And it's written by Austin Cleon who sadly, I always see his name and I think, or the first thing that I think is Klingon, but honestly, it's Cleon, Cleon. I'm not exactly sure how it's pronounced, but his name is Austin and he's a he's an American writer who has been on the New York Times bestseller list for his other books, Steal Like an Artist. So um, why this book and why today? Well, the thing is, I do love books. I mean, every writer probably has books that they love. And this book has probably been one of my favorites for the last few years. I first discovered it when I was on a trip to Japan and I was in the airport and I I just wanted something to read and it popped out at me. And ever since then, I've always referred to it. It just makes me smile. I've read it so many times over and over again. And every time it's as if I find something new about it. Now, to complement this podcast, I have taken lots of photos of the book, which I've put on my website, on my blog. Uh, So if you want to have a look at the book or read the blog post as I'm speaking, you're more than welcome to do that. I'll put the link in the episode description. All right. So this book, Show Your Work. Now, when I started this podcast, I really wanted to be able to talk about books that have inspired me as a writer, as a creative, and this is one of them. So this morning I thought, okay, well, I'm going to talk about the book and how much it's changed my life and everything. And I started looking at the book. So really looking at it. And all of a sudden, as I was writing the notes for this podcast, it started to feel more like it was going to be a technical writing review. Now, if you've listened to some of the other episodes I've posted, I talk about me being a technical writer, which means that I I write in a professional slash technical capacity. What I do uh, as a normal sort of day job thing is I work with documents that are used for, I don't know, tenders or proposals. Uh, So technical writing infuses copywriting with then the technical aspects of putting together a document or um, a presentation or a brochure, whatever it is. Uh, And so, yeah, probably listen to that one about technical writing because I go into that in a lot more detail. But in regards to this episode and what started happening as I was writing the notes, I started looking at Austin's book with technical eyes because I now was looking at it going, why, why do I love this book so much? And what I'm going to do is just talk about this book more from a technical point of view in terms of how it's written, how it's laid out and how it feels All of these things that normally the publishers go through or graphic designers or book designers. And I've actually been surprised by what I've written because that's not what I'd originally wanted to do. So first and foremost, I do love the book. I love the content of the book. And hopefully as I describe it, then some of that will come out. But obviously I recommend go get yourself a copy. It's yeah, especially if you're a writer or a creative person. All right. Looking at the book, it is square. It has a bright yellow cover with black text on it on the front. And then at the back, it's black. It's a black cover with then white and yellow text. And it's got his handwriting all over it. So when I was in that airport, 
automatically I was caught by the bright yellow on the front and the fact that it's handwritten and it says, show your work. So immediately caught my attention because of the color and also because of the heading itself, show your work. So then I, I read the tagline or the subtitle, which says 10 ways to share your creativity and get discovered. So straight away I went, wait a minute, it's got that word creativity on it, it's bright yellow, there's some handwriting in it, straight away I picked it up and I started flicking through it. Honestly, this book is beautiful. I, I didn't even really appreciate its beauty until this morning um, because all of a sudden I, I really see and understand how clever it is. This is a book which I, I will actually read the inside uh, little blurb. So it says, show your work puts an end to the destructive myth of the lone genius by showing artists and writers, makers and creative entrepreneurs how to join the new ecology of talent. It is about getting found by being findable, about using the network instead of wasting time networking. The key is process, not product. Share something new every day, but don't turn into human spam. Keep an amateur's mind where the possibilities are limitless. Be a connector, a teacher, an open node. Don't hoard. In 10 vital new principles, show your work shows you that you have to be open, generous, brave. An artist that other artists will steal from. So I remember that definitely caught my attention. And as I was flicking through it, I start to see different things pop out. So what I'll do is I'll just talk through the different things that make this book work. And uh, hopefully you find it interesting, but it's such a joy to be doing this. Okay. So first of all, I love color. Anything with color, I, I respond to straight away. The use of color is so good because visually it engages people, it connects, it catches people's attention. So again, I mentioned that bright yellow cover and how it popped out. But then going through the rest of the book, there's no color. So the main pages of the book, it's black, it's white, and it's grays. Even the photographs are, are black and white. And straight away, that in itself is so effective. So you've got the bright yellow on the outside, but when you start to read the book, there's something about the black and the white text that just grabs your attention again. Um, the other thing that I really, really love is the mix of fonts and writing that he uses. So he does, um, the, let's say the contents page is in his own handwriting, which isn't cursive. It's, his letters are, um, they, they stand alone individual letters. They're not connected, but it's so simple to read. You, straight away, you can see what he's actually saying. And the first contents page details the 10 principles in his handwriting. I love that. I love that that's his handwriting. That's him. That already I get a sense of, oh, this is this is part of his process. So this is how he presents his thoughts. And then obviously because he's got more text about the actual details of how to do some of these things, then he he uses just a normal font which I think looks like no, it's not Times New Roman. I'm not sure what it is specifically, but it's just a normal font, which is actually easy to read. And now it complements his handwriting and also the sketches that he's got. So he's got things like word flows. He's got things like little diagrams and arrows all over the, all over the book, but it works so well. And then the number of words he has, has per page per chapter or per section. 
I think at most on a busy page, you might have 200 words, which sounds like a lot, but the way it's presented, it doesn't feel like a lot of writing. As you're reading the book, you don't feel like, you know, you're trawling through this tome, like this life-changing encyclopedia of information. It is just the perfect balance of information and inspiration quotes um, and also tips and principles. And it's balanced so, so well with then the sketches and the little diagrams that catch your attention so that you remember some of the key thoughts that he writes. Uh, For example... You know, there's one page, and I'll take a photo of it, you know, page 20. It says, you can't find your voice if you don't use it. And then underneath that, it's got a quote. Find your voice. Shout it from the rooftops. Keep doing it until the people that are looking for you find you. Oh, I think that's quite serendipitous that I opened it at that page as I'm talking about this podcast. But when you look at the spread, and I'll put the photo on the on the blog site, um, It's so simple and so clean, but so effective. So again, if you are a writer or somebody who's creative and you're reading this, you will catch whatever you need to catch from it and it'll sit with you. And it has sat with me in so many different ways because throughout the book, he talks about everything from trying new ideas, from how you share the things that you know from how you, um, you know, try new ways of presenting your information. I mean, honestly, I could go on and on. I could pretty much read the whole book, but that's not the point of this. Again, I'm trying to highlight how putting together a book in, a, in this way um, can actually impact the experience your reader has. Uh, the other thing that I really love about this book is the use of sketches and diagrams and photographs. Often in my work as a technical writer, we try and do that as well. So if you have a message that's really important, you want people to understand it, you have the option to write thousands of paragraphs and pages upon pages of words. Or if you're really clever and creative, you have the option to use diagrams, word flows, workflows, mind maps, um, flowcharts, you know, smart art, whatever it is, little diagrams that capture the message of what you're trying to say in a very, very simple way. And that's another thing I love about this book. He has so many different little sketches that he has done to quickly capture an idea. There's one here, and I'll, I'll take a photo again, of a, a cycle. It's just a cycle of teach, learn, teach, learn. Again, so you teach what you have learned. And then once you've learned something, you can teach it. And then, I mean, it's such a simple diagram, but anybody would understand what that means. And throughout the book, he intersperses his sketches, his little graphs, his little, you know, images every so often. So you might read a couple of pages of text and then boom, there's an image of a burger. Mm -hmm. There's a burger in here. It's black and white, so to be fair, it doesn't look that delicious. But again, the story that he's linked to that image and that page, it just makes sense. It really makes sense. Uh, So I think I've learned a lot from even um, reading this book that it is amazing how you can work with both words and images and keep things simple keep things so simple. I've been drawing mind maps for years now. It's also part of how I process my work, my thoughts, my feelings. And I just find it so good to have that visual way of 
putting out my ideas or my thoughts in ways that sometimes I can't articulate. And I remember at the time when I was going to Japan and I found this book, it was like, what? This, this is perfect. I get this person. And I feel like if I sat down with this guy, he would get me. I get it. I get exactly what he means by this one diagram. I, I get exactly what he means by this one graph. And that's quite powerful for me to be able to resonate with someone like that. And it's not often that I've come across books where they move me in that way. Um, and I think what works for me and these diagrams that he has is because they are handwritten and they're hand drawn. So it's almost like I, I understand how he would have put them together. I know it sounds really, it sounds really weird, but I know most of you, actually not most of you, I hope most of you would understand what I'm trying to say with that. Um, let's see, what else do I like? Oh yes, understanding your audience. They normally say things like, oh, don't write for people, as in just write. And then whoever likes it, loves it, then that will be for them. So I think, I think that makes sense. When I look at uh, Show Your Work by Austin, I feel as if he wrote this book, I think he wrote this book for himself, if that makes sense. So he just wrote what he knew was his truth in terms of being a writer or being someone who's creative, who draws and writes. And so he's written what he has lived. And then all of a sudden that has worked and is applicable and is inspirational and makes sense for so many other people. So when I, when I saw this book, I got it. And not because I felt like he was writing it for me as a writer or an, an, an artist. No, I got it because I felt like he, he knew himself as a writer and then therefore I could connect to that. Ah, my gosh, I don't even know if that's making sense. What I'm saying is he has, he has written this book, I think, as truthfully as he can. And because of that, that's what's made me embrace it. And so for me now, as I start to create my things, for example, this podcast, I'm no longer um, making this podcast for wannabe writers or people who are trying to do magic. No, this podcast is about me sharing what I absolutely love, what tickles me, what excites me. And it's, it's not going to make sense to a lot of people, but right now it makes sense to me. My love of writing at the moment is so deep and so... Uh, I don't even know how to describe it. This podcast is the only way that I can express it. And the more that I'm expressing it, the more that it's bringing such joy to me and opening new doors and new conversations that I'm making this. I'm showing my work. I'm showing my heart. I'm showing my words. And again, that's why this book resonates so much is that, you know, if you have an idea or a gift do it and show it the way that is so true to you that it will make sense to the people it needs to make sense to. Oh, there you go. <laughs> exactly. Like the quote just said, I've paraphrased it, but in essence, this book is the embodiment of that sentiment. Write it, draw it, show it, sketch it, whatever it is, and then put it out there. And you know, not everybody's going to love it, but if you love it, that in itself is the best start. And then you will attract the people who will love it. There are way too many feels happening right now. Way too many feels. And um, I'm so okay with that. I really, really am. 
Okay, what's the next thing that I've written that I really love? Um, I think the other thing is that it was just a validation of the things that I have been doing. Over the years, I've been writing and speaking on stage professionally as an inspirational speaker, going into schools, doing leadership training with kids, and telling my story of how I've started telling my story. And it sounds crazy, but that is exactly what I have been doing for so long and I'm continuing to do and I'm hoping to, to inspire people to do as well. It is not easy standing up and speaking. It is not easy creating something and putting it out in the world and you know waiting for the world to react or hoping that they love it. It's not easy. And over the years, I've had some serious moments of panic and fear and betrayal and all sorts of horrible things. But out of that has come incredible, incredible courage, magic and excitement and joy from from just stepping out and doing the things that I love. And this is so stupid, but I'm getting teary eyed because I'm sitting here talking about words, talking about stories, talking about books, things that I absolutely love. And this moment is enough. It's enough. I, you know, if, even if nobody ever hears this, this moment is perfect. That's what I want to do with the young people that I work with, with the adults that I do the comedy for, with the professionals that I work with. I want to see people get to a point where they can sit like this. They can sit by themselves and love what they make, love what they create, love what they put out in the world without the expectation that the rest of the world will love it. It is so freeing and so liberating and so life-changing that, um, oh, I, I mean, I really wish that for everybody. Um, <laughs> excuse the trucks in the background, by the way. I live by a busy road, so you're always going to hear, you know, cars. You might hear my neighbors. You might hear some dogs. It's just, you know, it's the life. It's, it's where I am right now. And I like that it does add a bit of a vibe uh, to, to the reality of my life. I'm podcasting in my home, and that's just it. But I feel like I had to tell you that out of manners. Okay, so going on with Austin's book, and what I love about it. Um, I love that the book is, it's jam-packed with information. It's jam-packed with creativity and love. It's jam-packed with magic. And yet, it's still so clean and so simple and so well-designed. I love that there is so much white space in this book, but then there's so much black. As in literally there are pages where it is a black page with white text or white images on it. And the way that those two things work is just, it's just so clever. It's so clever and so effective. So again, it, from a technical point of view, I really appreciate the thought that went into designing this book and the experience of it. Because this is how he writes. He's obviously very um, good at being concise, but he's also very good at visualizing how, you know, every single bit of this page, of this book, of this section, of this chapter, whatever it is, complements, complements the whole feel and message that he's trying to say. Do you. Do it how you want to do it. Make it your thing. I mean, I love and I respect that. Um, I know this is so, this is so 
technical and dweeby and nerdy, but hey, I love how on the white pages on the right side of the book, he has the page numbers. And then on the black pages, which are on the left hand, in fact, on all the black pages, let me just double check. Yeah, actually on all the black pages, he doesn't put the page numbers. And so what you get drawn to is exactly what is on that page and what is meant to be on that page. It's so clever. And obviously you need the page number for references and, and, and everything like that. But the way he does it, I think is very, very clever. Hmm, what else do I love? Oh, how the book feels. So this book is paperback and the cover is made of a thicker card, but it's bendy and it's light and it's portable. And it was perfect on my trip because I was I was on a like a tour group in Japan. So I couldn't be carrying lots of bulky things and and um you know have these big hardcover books with me. I loved that. It was easy to pack, it was easy to put into my bag, and I, I think I, I read it in a day. I really did. I just wolfed through it because I was I was that in, engrossed into um engrossed in its content. But it's a light book, but then it's also solid. I mean, I can't explain this. I'll show you. When I take a photo, you'll see. It's a solid little book. It's compact. So it feels like a book. It's not a little brochure kind of wannabe thing. It's, it's a book. And the sounds that you're hearing is because I'm turning the pages and flicking it around. Hopefully it's not too annoying. But it's a book. It's almost like a book of contradictions. It's busy full of knowledge, full of insight, full of magic, but then it's clean and simple and well laid. It's light so you can carry it around everywhere and always have it on you, but then it's a book. It's solid. It will sit on your bookshelf. You will love and respect it as a book. And to me, I just think that's really clever. Wow, I didn't realize how much I like this book. This is so... <laughs> this is so intense. Um... Okay, so, all right, so I read this book, right? So I finished reading the book, I love it. I'm like, who is this person? Let me hunt him down. I go on his website and I have a look and I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, cool website. And then he's got a newsletter. And I mean, how many times do we go on websites and you've got the newsletter and you kind of go, oh, do I like the person enough to sign up? Oh, I don't know. I liked Austin enough to sign up. And this is more than two, two years ago. So I signed up for the newsletter. Ever since then, I think it's every week, it comes in my inbox, Austin Cleon. He has normally 10 points about things that he's working on, things he's seen, whatever's inspiring him. And then he, set, um, he has little links that he puts in there. So if you're interested in uh, finding out about musicians, whatever. Honestly, there's so many different things that he posts about. But what I love about his newsletter is that it's, it's almost like an extension of this book. It still feels the same, that it's clean. He's just being real and human. I don't feel like he's trying to sell me anything. He genuinely loves and is passionate about the stuff that he does. And it comes across. So he doesn't need to pad it up and fluff it up or even put pictures, nothing, none of that. It's just simple. 
And for me as a writer and somebody who's technical, I just really learn from that as well because I'm very good at putting all the words together and sometimes I won't edit it as well as I could, you know. And and for me, I love that over the past two years or so that I've been on his mailing list, it's always the same thing. It's consistent, it's clean, it's informative, it's interesting. Um, the last thing that I clicked on was when he shared a podcast interview that Solange had done with, I think it's Song Exploder. And in there, I think in in his e-newsletter, he said, oh, this is Solange talking about her song, Cranes in the Sky, and, you know, what inspired it. Straight away, I love Solange. That's been the theme tune of of my move to Melbourne at the moment. Click on it. And there I am listening to Solange talk about Ben, how she put together this song. And just from that, so from one book that I found in an airport to a newsletter to finding out about one of my favorite artists' writing process is to me a beautiful journey. And that's what I'm enjoying about reading this book again today. Um, What I'm enjoying about still being on his mailing list where I don't feel like it's a chore, it's a delight. And also now at a point where I am sharing about what I love, what I'm doing, what I'm working on. And having this book as almost like a, you know, a high five, like you're okay, Taku. You're not mad to be doing this. I'm living this book. I am doing it. It works. Um, right now, It's it just makes sense. And uh, yeah, so for me to be able to review it on my podcast and talk about it from a technical point of view, as well as then go off, take photographs of it, which is another joy of mine, take photographs of this book, share it with you, knowing that many of you might have your artistic or creative or entrepreneurial endeavors that you kind of want to try out. I'm telling you people, please find this book and just read it. And, and see what you think. Let's have a chat about it. Do, do you feel the same way? Can you see the magic? Or is it just like, eh, boring? I would love to hear your thoughts. Um, he is actually really, really quite popular. He's on Instagram and the usual um, social media outlets. But I don't follow him as much on that stuff because, um, yeah, I guess I like, I like his newsletter, which, again, is another telling thing because (laughs) I mean we get so many emails that half the time I unsubscribe to things but I like what he puts in his newsletters more than I like what I see on social media but that's just my preference okay uh what else could I tell you I think that's pretty much it I can't believe it's been 30 minutes I have been talking about this book for 30 minutes but that's magic to me yeah this is this is pretty cool all right so what more can you expect from this podcast yes i'm going to be talking about what i write i'm going to be talking about you know other books or other things that inspire me as a writer and then i'm going to start having some interviews with other people who love words whether they're screenwriters whether they're comedians musicians whatever it is and so i'm still working on that it's actually not as easy as I thought, trying to hit up people to say, hey, come sit with me in a room and just uh, talk. Uh, but I'm still working on that. In the meantime, I have stories for days and I'll just keep sharing them with you. If you want to read more about this book or find out where you can find it or find out more about Austin, 
anything like that, I'm going to post it on my website, taku.com.au. I've got the blog there. I've also got the podcast page. So you'll be able to find all of this and the photos that I've taken. And yeah, if you find the book and you are curious, definitely read it. I think you'll enjoy it. It's very, it's very easy to read. You're listening to Two Words with Taku, recorded in sunny Melbourne, Australia. This is a podcast all about my love for writing. If you want to follow my adventures, you can find me at taku.com.au or you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Taku Speaks. Or if you want to see videos, I am Taku TV on Facebook and on YouTube. And this podcast, you liking it? What do you think? It's kind of cool. Not sure yet. It's all good. Whatever you're feeling, please leave a review and also share it with any friends that you know, especially the ones who love words or speaking or writing. Just tell them there's this crazy lady who just sits in a room and talks about writing. That is me. My name is Taku and I hope you have a fabulous day. Bye.